Hello, Grandpa's coming to you live from Eugene, Oregon. I am doing an up the coast trip. Very, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, but it's also isolating. You know, I'm, I'm seeing occasional friends on the stop, but just driving alone for a few hours, it takes its toll. My girlfriend, she came here originally, and she uh, she flew out of San Francisco. So I drove up from San Diego. You know, we stayed a little bit in the forest in Santa Cruz. Then we stayed at my stepdad's house a little bit up, up north of San Francisco. I dropped her off at the San Francisco airport. You know, I was looking for these supposed shanty towns or whatever I'm supposed to hear. I didn't see one of them. But then when I had a, when I had um, when I had lunch with a friend that day, he told me that one time he was in he was in San Francisco, and he was barefoot with swimming trunks on, and a homeless person goes, "Hey, give me that." And he looks down. He has nothing on him. He says, what? The guy goes, never mind. And then he keeps ducking and tiptoeing like the Pulp Fiction dance through heroin needles of the San Francisco streets. I didn't see it. San Francisco is a gorgeous city architecturally. So I didn't necessarily see that. But that's what I heard. My girlfriend, though, I, I miss her. I miss her tremendously. I miss my dog. You know, everybody's like, Grant. What are you going to do now that you don't work and you have this free time? I was like, well, what better way than go schizophrenic by yourself than just drive 18 hours? I mean, I, you know, I kind of thought, how do we descend fully into lunacy? Well, why don't we just drive 18 hours, mostly by myself? So that's fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm a little homesick. I'm like the, I'm like, I'm like a Dorothy in Kansas, right? I miss Toto. I miss my dog. I miss Toto. My, uh, my brother just bought him some beef liver. So he's loving that. And, you know, I like it. I, I want him. I want him loving up with my brother. You know, I want him. I want him and the dog to be good. And it's nice. You know, I've enjoyed my I've enjoyed my stepbrother's company and he's taking care of the dog right now. He's feeding him some beef liver and then he's off to go to Canada before I come back. And, yeah, this road trip just keeps keeps ticking, baby. And that's that's what I like. And that's kind of what this adventure is. It's it's there's a theme here today. And the theme is seven, right? Because it's a seventh podcast. And you know what that means? What's in the box? What is in the box? What's in store for you today? And you know what? It's surprises. And it's things for you to be grateful for. And your day is going to be more magical than you think it is. Smart ass. And that's what's nice. You know, I was I was thinking a little bit about Kevin Spacey. How he got canceled. And I was thinking... You know, how interesting, right? I mean, he was such a great person in American Beauty in Seven and House of Cards. He was such a great person in all these shows. I would have never thought that in real life he would have actually got canceled. You know, I mean, that's the crazy thing. It's like he played every single villain. So in real life, I thought he was a great person. But shout out to Kevin Spacey. I mean, House of Cards, great show. American Beauty, great seven go check it out what's in the box brad brad pitt morgan freeman great movie solid movie a little spooky a little spooky but you know like a lot of these serial killers like that's the thing i've been learning about with airbnbs a lot of serial killers like they have no class they just invite you to airbnb and you just get whacked in seven he's at least doing them up with like you know theatrics and shit like at least at least you have a gay guy kind of like dictating how you die. Like he's gonna he's gonna make it nice, right? Shout out to Kevin Spacey. If there's one thing he knows, it's you know, how to make a body look nice. Shout out to seven. Shout out to House of Cards. Um 
Yeah, that just got, kind of got me thinking. Like, I don't know, Airbnbs are wild, right? Like the whole premise of Airbnbs is wild. That humanity has lost so much money to the elites that we're so poor that now to save 20 bucks, we stay in strangers' houses and both kind of sub subconsciously agree. It's never really said, but we might kind of subconsciously agree not to bring our, not to kill each other. Right? It's this weird agreement. And I just find it fascinating. Like, I, it got me thinking, like, the first review on Airbnb, right? The, I think it's, like, very tough to get your first review. It's kind of like your first time. It's tough to get it. So your first review, you know, it, you take time. You get really nervous. You go, are they going to like my house? Are they going to like my body? And then at the end of the day, it's just an Airbnb. It's just sex. Be a little bit relaxed, right? You know, it's just an Airbnb, baby. People just stay in there because they could save 20 bucks against a Motel 6. Shout to Motel 6. They gave my dad bed bugs. That was a fun story. It's when my dad was like clawing. I woke up. I hear this rustling. I hear this rustling. And I'm like, what is that? And I come out to my new dad scratching his body going, Grant, we got to get this couch all the way on the balcony. So there at 4 o'clock in the morning, I am dealing with my new dad scratching himself. Kind of looking like, um, I guess looking like a decaying Terminator, right? You know, he's, he's old. He's old. He's, he's uh, you know, he's 63. He's lived a lot of life. So he's looking like, like the Terminator in the very last few scenes, you know, nude, scratches his body. He's like, we got to get this bed bug in couch out. And that was, that was a weird night. Just kind of tossing a couch out on, on a goddamn balcony with your nude father, right? But then again, what's in your box? What's in the box? I didn't assume that would happen. And that's, you know, I guess that's the thing is you just got to have fun with it. You know, I didn't assume it happened at all. I thought that night I'd get some nice sleep. I'd wake up, be a normal day. No, instead I'm hanging out with my dad trying to get bed bug ridden couches out to the balcony while he's nudes clawing at himself like a heroin junkie. You know? And it just got me thinking about like Airbnb hosts. And I feel like the first review on Airbnb means a lot. Like, it's like your Airbnb virginity. And it means that, like, people who stay there know that other people will not get killed. Like, because that's the thing. It's like, I feel like it used to be so, you know, you'd have to, like, invite someone to your house. Then you'd have to go. And, you know, you'd have to do the whole, uh, what is it? You'd do the whole American Psycho thing with the chainsaws and the music. And you'd have to play hip to be square and keep showing off your records. Now you just invite them over and save them money. You're like, hey, I'll save you money. Why don't you go stay in my basement? People are like, oh, sure. You know, is there, is there free parking on the premises? That's, that, that's, that's how sad it is. That's how, that's how much money the elites have gone, is that the common man is now willing to risk his life or her life or their life or none of their lives to save 20 bucks. So I feel like you guys should all take one for the team. So take one for the team. Stay in an Airbnb with no reviews. And let the other cheapskates know are you going to get murdered in this place? Or is it good? Is it a solid? Did it have a nice bed? Did you not get bed bugs? Did it have free parking? Or did you get your brains bashed in? And if you didn't, I'm glad you're here. Right? I'm really glad you're here. That's kind of like the thing is like, it's, it's the seventh theme. What's in the box? You know, a decaying acting career that slowly goes into video games. Which that's that's you know, your acting career is on a, on a good note. is when Call of Duty Advanced Warfare hits you up and goes, hey, we need... We need a bad guy. We've seen your 
acting a lot of drama movies. Why don't you become an actor and a first-person shooter? Because that's that's what the kids are watching now. It's not. It's a trap. It's a trap. But you never know what's in the box. So go and review some random Airbnb, and take one for take one for the, the other cheapskates like us. Essentially, drove from San Diego to LA, LA to Pismo Beach. Pismo Beach. I just went to go there, see my grandma. She's 86, 87. I just let her go rant. Let her rant. Grandma, tell me about how the election was fraudulent. Grandma, tell me what Fox News tells you. Grandma, tell me why people shouldn't have health insurance because they're lazy. I'll listen. Right? I'll listen. You want to go on about your Fox News points and you want to rant, Grandma? That's fine. Go ahead. I'll listen. I won't take it seriously. You know. You're an 86-year-old English immigrant with a very lovely English accent. You're very short, and you're going on about why people shouldn't have health care or living wages. But it's fine. Go ahead. Talk in my ear, Grandma. So I love talking in my ear. It was very nice. I took a Polaroid of her. I always I want to I want to have her, uh, you know, I want to give her Polaroids. I think it's cool, right? Say, hey, your grandson came, came and visited, you know. Now you can watch Fox News for another six months with yourself and just a cat slowly going insane. You could look at me. Maybe you won't go as much insane. So, shout out to you, Grandma. I love you. Stop watching Fox News. It's, it, you know, like all news, it's just, it's a little bit worse than all news. But like all news, it's a trap. You know, you never know what's in the box. Mind control. So, did that. Stayed up in Santa, then went up to Santa Cruz. This is all in one day, LA to Santa Cruz. Very nice, very nice trip. Gorgeous. Saw a lot of the coast. Great coastline we have here, people. You should look at it. Drove up, stayed in Santa Cruz, listened to some birds. A very, very nice little time. Then stayed the night over there. Hung out with my dad. My dad thought we were going to get broken into in Santa Cruz. He was a little stoned. So he started locking all the doors and windows and boarding up the chairs. My girlfriend started aiding and abetting him because she's a, she's a wonderful helper. She, you know, she's a very supportive person. So she was sticking doors behind the locks. And going, well, now they can't break in. I think my dad's just stoned. He saw people with flashlights. I saw them too. I definitely brought a knife to bed, but I was like, well, if you come get me, you come get me. You know? So then we went up, stayed at my stepdad's house up in, you know, a little bit past north of uh, San Francisco. And a nice little spot. My girlfriend had a fun time. I had a fun time. You know? So, man, I had, I had a fun time with you. Thank you for coming with me. It was very lovely. Drove back down to the airport. Dropped her off in San Francisco. Saw my saw my uh, stepbrother in Santa Clara. He's doing good. He's doing good. Shout out to him. Young finance bro. So, you know, doing his finance bro with the tech thing and the bay. And, you know, best of luck to him, right? I mean, the robots are going to come take over. Why not come take over sooner? That's what you realize when you're like in Silicon Valley. You're driving through. You're like, oh, you're like, Skynet's like five years away. You're like, I thought it was like 20. But he's like, it's five. And I drove up there, stayed at my stepdad's house. We watched some 1960s movie. You know, in Georgia, man, I like spending time with them. Then I went up to uh, Sacramento, stopped in Sacramento because I was going to get on the five. And I, I met two of my friends. Here's how I met them. I was I was about to go meet them at uh, Los Cerritos. Good, good little spot. Good little spot. I was about to meet them. I was just driving through an alley. I almost crashed into two skaters who were shirtless. And it looked like, you know, it looked like a half of like the sublime. It looks like half of sublime just skating around in downtown Sacramento. 
And it's like, oh, is that Nate? I haven't seen you since community college. We went to go chill. Nate and his friend had some lessons for me that I'm going to impart to you. Here's the lessons. Nate is owning his own tree true in business. So you could do it too, baby. You could do it too. Right? That's what he told me. He's like, you know, everybody says that they got to work for someone and whatnot. He's like, you could be your own boss. He's like, the money might be shit, but you could be your own boss. And that was, I think that was, I think that was a good quote, right? You, you can be your own boss. You might go homeless, but you could be your own boss. And Nate seems pretty happy though, in all honesty and good for him, right? You know, I like seeing him as his own boss and that's lovely. So if you guys have a dream and a scheme, go do it. You could be your own boss. And then I talked to his friend, his friend who's going to go study the Bible in either Tijuana or Montana, baby. And we got another one. We got another California. We got another California in Montana. That's that's the goal, right? But he's going to go study the Bible. And I'm like, are you religious? And he's like, no, not at all. I just want to know about the book. I thought that was such an interesting take. So if you guys have any, you know, if you guys have any uh, questions, I'll ask him about the Bible. Because he has no religious background. He's just like, I just want to know about it. So he's going to go study over there in Tijuana, right, right near, like, in between Tijuana and Rosarita. Nice little surfing spot. Or in Montana. Maybe we get another one. That'd be beautiful. He wants to go to Montana one. Of course. Because we, we have the finest city. We got Bozeman, baby. So then, you know, I drove up from there, from Sacramento, past all the little cows. Cute little cows, by the way. Cows is how you know America's still, America's still got it. It's because... There's just all these cute little cows on the road. And it's just it's just beautiful. You get to see them. They look so friendly. Your life looks like a farm. And I just was driving through, you know, kind of disgusting weeds and farmland. Then you make it to Redding. Redding's, Redding's pretty nice. So drove through Redding. And then you start getting to, like, Lake Shasta. Oh, you should, everybody, you, you should do it if you have the chance. Look, I'm telling you. I saved up a lot of, I saved up a decent bit of money. Uh, definitely not to work for the next few weeks. I'm going to get a job after this. But if you have a chance, go at least go to Mount Shasta. At least go to Wairika. Because that, oh, just you just drive through miles and miles and miles of forest. As a Californian, and like, as an urban dweller, you don't think you see it. But you just, oh, it's gorgeous. And so I keep driving through miles and miles and miles of forest you know, contemplate my life. Like this is like, you know, about to have like a spiritual awakening. And then as soon as I pass weed, weeds, a little cute town, 3000 people, they have a, the weed store. They got a dispensary. They call themselves weed, you know, and it's a cool little thing right in the middle of the forest. As soon as I pass weed though, I'm about to have my spiritual breakthrough. I just see nothing but smoke over the ridge. I can't see where the hell I am going. And it's then my my uh, my directions are like make a left and go west. And so I look at the fires. I cannot see shit west. So then I pull over because I'm immediately thinking like, this is how you're gonna die. You're gonna be stuck with some Airbnb host. It's like all the bridges are burned down, and she's gonna go. Well, I thought I was safe from the fires, and I was gonna you know I'm not, I don't, I don't want to argue with an Airbnb host for my last few moments. So I pulled over. She told me there was no fires close to where she's like, oh, most of the fires are gone, but they're, they're not close to here. So that made me safe. That made me feel safe. And I kept driving in and I did not feel safe because it was like there was no one there. I was paranoid. At one point I started like some, some car started like being behind me for the first time in like 
10, 15 minutes. I thought they were tailing me. So I had to pull off and start tailing them. No one's going to tail me. I'm going to tail you. So I drove over there and just just miles on miles upon forest. You guys should all try to go to Klamath National Forest. It's gorgeous. So I drove through there and I eventually made it to my Airbnb host. And I'm over there in the middle of the woods. And I'm a little terrified of getting murdered. So I bring my girlfriend's pepper spray. I don't want to bring a blade in, right? Because a blade, it might fall. And that's that's a very weird introduction with an Airbnb host. It's like, hey, thanks for letting me stay here. Drop. Well, it's been lovely. I'm going to go to my room now. You know, you don't want to do that. So I had a little I had a little pepper spray. My whole scheme was that I pepper spray and have to fight her off. She was the, the lady from Devil living in the Klamath National Forest because she was isolated. But it was a nice little spot. There was no gas stations for miles. I thought I was going to have to siphon her gas. I thought I was going to have to have like that weird Airbnb conversation like, hey, this has been such a lovely room. You've been such a good host. Can I please siphon some of your gas? Because I'm not going to be stuck in Klamath National Forest. Um, yeah. And that was that was pretty solid. She didn't kill me. She was a lovely lady. Little Bonnie. She was a widower, too, which made me a little spooked. It's like she's a widower in the middle of the woods. You know, she's just like, hey, come to my house and crash. Save 20 bucks against a Motel 6. It's like, well, I'm a cheapskate. So let's go. I'll bring some pepper spray, but let's go. And yeah, essentially... That that kind of happened. I saw a lot of stuff up the road. I saw a lot of people get pulled over in red trucks. So a lot of people get pulled over in red trucks. So if you're going to get a truck, don't get a red truck. Um, I saw a lot of great signs. I saw this place called Ray's Food Place. And this is in the Klamath National Forest. Ray's Food Place. No distinction as to what kind of... Is it a grocery store? Is it a restaurant? What kind of restaurant? No, no, no. We don't need that. This is Klamath National Forest. We're simple people. We like we like simple stuff. Ray's food place. It says how it is. You're not gonna enjoy it. It's the food place. So I saw Ray's food place. I saw two red pickup trucks get pulled over. It was cool, you know. I got to I got to watch. I almost hit a deer. The lady's like, "Don't hit a deer I'm on the way here." I almost hit a deer. That was cool. Glad I didn't hit it because uh, now Bambi's mom is gonna go. You know, you know, five Bambies. Now Bambi's gonna go be the the oldest kid and have to get saddled with all the responsibility when Bambi starts to, you know, die of cancer or however Bambi goes. Right. Cause maybe, you know, she got shot, but she wasn't living the most healthy life. She was breathing all that smoke from the Klamath national forest. Speaking of red pickup trucks getting pulled over. I have a friend who owns a red pickup truck. Shout out to one of my old coworkers. And I had the weirdest night a few nights ago. So it was the last, I think I was, my last day was, I worked with Saturday, uh, Friday, and then this was a Saturday. And so we're all having fun, but it's, it's this weird scene where two of the coworkers have kind of fooled around with the host and they're both there, right? So it was like, a, it was like, you could cut the tension with a knife. It was very palpable. And it was just both of them were uncomfortable. I booked, I told both of them, like, one of you should go. They're like, nah, nah, he's going to go first. I'm like, okay, well, let's see how it goes. And then halfway through, one of these guys, the guy in the red pickup truck, looks at me. He goes, hey, you're not going to like how I do this. And I was immediately fascinated. I'm like, how do you do what? Because I think I knew what he was going to do. And he did it. He's just like, just watch. And so slowly but surely, he starts putting, you know, all the things of hers he owns or had on him 
on the on the on the table, right? Like he started sticking his pass her. I think he had her passport and her debit card. I don't know what the scene was. He had her passport and her debit card. Like it seemed like he was fraud. He, was, he seemed like he was like a Russian fraudster. I don't know why he had both these things, but he stuck them on the table. And then when she was talking halfway through, he just up and walked out the door, never to be seen or heard from again. It was, you know, I mean, how do you do a breakup, right? Do you say it's not you, it's me? Do you say it's not me, it's you? You tell the truth. Do you say, hey, maybe the truth is it's both of us and we just we're terrible people? Or do you just walk on out to never be heard from again like a ghost? And that was, you know, clean break. He just left all the stuff. And then he just didn't answer any, he didn't answer her calls. He didn't answer my, my girlfriend's calls because he knew my girlfriend was calling for her. Solid, solid move. It's how you dip. You just leave the stuff and go. And I, I got to respect him. So Mr. Man, the red truck, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you're, you're a young man from, uh, not, not from Wisconsin. You're from uh, Minnesota. So Mr. Minnesota, man, that was a clean break, man. We had a nice beer that night and we were just talking. That was how you do it. I got a little bit more respect. That's a clean break, you know, not for her feelings, but you don't really need to, you, you know, you're only here. You're only here from the army for what, two months. You don't need to be involved in this love triangle happening in the pool. You, you don't need it. You know, other things I've been thinking about on the road. It, it, I've, I was thinking about the Chick-fil-A board meeting when they got canceled for donating money to, to anti-gay politicians. So here's how I think it went. Does anybody have any solutions on how we're going to brand ourselves out of this? And one of the guy goes, what if we just ignore it and open on Sundays? Terrible idea. I'm not coming to work on a Sunday. Next idea. What if we just feed into it? Call ourselves the homophobic chicken sandwich. Right? Eat more pussy on the billboards. That might work. Any other suggestions? And then the last suggestion is the guy goes, what if? What if? Just saying it's a long shot. What if we had dyslexic cows right on billboards and no one's ever going to assume Chick-fil-A doesn't like gay people? Dyslexic cows. Come on. And so that's, that is what I was thinking about that a little bit. And I also had a, I had a dream. I had a dream, you know, my girlfriend and I got in a big fight or something. I think I had a dream. My girlfriend, you know, stuff happens. Dreamland. And I woke up steamed. And that was like another thing I learned. It's like, yeah, best to not wake up your girlfriend when you had a dream fight that she had when she didn't actually say it. Cause I was looking at her. I'm like, are you going to wake her up right now at two o'clock and start this fight? You know, and that's the thing is like, I wanted to avenge the me that was too cowardly, cowardly in my dream to say anything. I wanted to avenge him on and be like, Hey, we won't take it anymore. But you never defend dream grant. Cause dream grants not going to defend me when I'm in a real fight at two in the morning for waking up my girlfriend for signing that dream her set. So that's nothing I learned. Do not wake up dream. Do not wake up girlfriends for dream girlfriends. Yeah, don't wake up. Don't wake up real girlfriend because what a dream girlfriend said. You want to why? Because those people aren't real, dude. Because those people aren't real. Little lesson I learned. You know, waiters always go. They come back right after they bring you their food and you know some some water. Sign. I usually get water because water's great. Drink more water. We're all dehydrated in this country. Drink more water. But what you know, waiters always go. Hey, is everything good? And what I've learned is waiters really appreciate when you look right, you look at them right in the eyes and go, hey, is everything good with you? You know, no one ever asked that to waiters, and they really should. So that's another lesson. Ask your waiter, hey, is everything good? After they ask you, is everything good? You go, yeah, everything's wonderful. Now let me ask you, is everything good? And then just, you know, kind of be a therapist. 
because it's tough game therapy when this country does not provide health insurance. Kind of tough. So we got to do it for our waiters. We got to do it for our common man. Just just listen to them, right? Start listening about their father. Just have the waiter sit down with you after he brought you some, after he brought you some appetizing. Just go, so tell me, tell me about your father. Tell me about your mother. That's what my therapist told me. My therapist told me that when therapy, when there's a dull in the conversation, they still want to get paid. They just look at you and go, so tell me about your mother. And they and you just start going off. So that's 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 a thing to do. If you ever need to call, continue a conversation with anybody, with anybody, with your boss, with a teacher, with an elder, just look at them and go, so tell me about your mother. And they'll start talking. That's what my therapist told me. That's what I'm telling you here today. So if now you're waiting, you're like, you know what? Maybe I might get vaccinated. Right, like not not the people dying, but you're like, you know what? Now's my turn. Which I I don't really get why the government is like now. Like they're like, hey, you guys haven't wanted to get vaccinated for eight months, but now you're gonna want to because we're gonna give you guys some like, you know, a one in a million chance to make a million bucks. But if you ever, you know, if you were has if you were hesitant and now you're not hesitant, which isn't most people. Most people are like, oh, I'm never getting that thing. Or I already got it, right? That's most people. But if you're like one of like the 1% who's like, well, I wasn't going to get it, but now the government's thing me being a lottery, I will. You know, take it now. Take it now. Get, get the prizes, right? Let your inaction pay for itself. Another thing I learned on the road, good lesson to learn. You could wait a little bit to get gas. Like every time I was like, oh, I need to go get gas. So I'd stop and go get gas. And I got it for $4.59, $4.59 a gallon. And then the next gas station was 409 a gallon. And this happened to me like three times. So I always wait a little bit to get gas. But also just know, you know, the universe plays tricks on you, and that's that's okay. You know? Next, we got a few Bozeman stories. A few Bozeman stories. Let's see. The first story. This is from KBZK, local journalism in Bozeman, baby. And what's the point? This is by Annie Johnson. Let's shout out to Annie Johnson and Bozeman. She's she's right about what's important. Story is called Parents Share Concerns Ahead of Bozeman School's Mask Wearing Decision. Here's what I got to say about this. I be- believe Bozeman, now you have to have the kids masked in school. And everybody's wondering, right? It's a great Shakespearean question. To mask or not to, to mask or not to mask the kids in school? I have a solution. It's called compromise. It's called compromise. Not a lot of people do it anymore. And so here's my compromise. I think everybody should either nose mask or chin strap. Right, like that. If I was the mayor, I'd look at him and go, "Hey, look, I'm for, I'm all for the kids masking in school, but I want their noses to be free. I want this. I want the mask to just hang around their chin, so the kids could go. Well, it's still on technically, right? And start having these like little, these little people conversations about whether or not to wear masks. Because that's that's what the youth really needs. It's not not to learn or anything, but to have conversations about whether or not to wear a mask and whether or not chin strapping or nose strapping." Counts as masking, right? I think that's the conversations that the youth needs to have, not math or science or anything that's important. But no, let's let's have this conversation about chin strapping. Next story. Wildfires can be harmful to Montana's rivers. Uh, no shit. I could have wrote that one. You think smoke in the river is good? Fire, fire on the mountain. That's my uh, Grateful Dead songs. I was driving through the mountain. So I guess smoke on the water, right? Two good songs about climate catastrophes. Fire on the Mountain by Mr. Jerry Garcia. Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple. Smoke on the water can be harmful to wildlife. 
That's really this article. I mean, come on. Come on. I expect better. Sean Emay of Montana News. I expect better. Next one. MSU sweepstakes encourage students to get vaccinated. Here's another thing I feel like. I got vaccinated. I was I got vaccinated in January. I waited with a bunch of like 70-year-old people because I didn't want to I don't want to wait in line with the 60-year-olds because the 60-year-olds were scared of COVID. The 70-year-olds were like more Republican. So I was I assumed that not, that I wouldn't have to wait in line as long in line. And I was right. And like I got mine in January. So the lady looked at me. You know, right? She just keeps like basically doing social security checks. She's like, Do you guys have your social security card? She looks at me. I pull out the certificate that says I'm a lifeguard. She kind of shakes her head. But I got vaccinated. But I feel like I got vaccinated way too early. Now there's like some benefits. There's this lottery thing. Right? There's this like this new lottery thing. So MSU sweepstakes and sweepstakes encourages students to get vaccinated. So people are getting free stuff for getting vaccinated later. That's the thing. Is like the government was like, get vaccinated now. Get vaccinated when it's your turn. And they're like, wait up, why don't we give you guys maybe a million dollars if you get vaccinated like in six months after? I gotta get out of here soon. Just uh, I'm still in an Airbnb. I'm recording this in Eugene, and my my host keeps coughing up a storm up there, and I'm just I'm just I'm not try, I'm not trying to go up, and I don't want him to come down because checkouts at about checkouts in about thirty minutes. I don't want him to come down and have to have that interaction. Do not want that at all. So we're gonna wrap this up a little bit, but first I'm gonna give you a little review, a little review, and some music, some music on your journey, okay? So here's here's a review of Los Cerritos in Sacramento. Los Cerritos. Once again, we're reviewing only the authentic reviews, which means the lowest. So this is from Michaela Rodriguez. A minus one star, really. One star, by the way. One star review. About a month ago. About a week ago. One star review. Minus one star, really. The capital. Every letter is capital. W-O-R-S-T, worst, capital, all capital, experience ever, exclamation point. Every time I had gone, got sick after. Today was the last chance. It's like, well, why why, why wasn't the first time everybody got sick the last chance? I don't know, I mean, this lady, she's dedicated. She's like, I'm just going to keep giving them chances, and she just keeps getting food poisoned. She's like, ah, it wasn't them, it was me. So, Michael Rodriguez, the local guide, of course, local guide on Yelp. Um, shout out to her. She's a hustler and she doesn't, she doesn't know what's good for her. Cause she just keeps going and she's just like, well, I'm going to keep getting food poisoning. But as long as I support local business, that's okay. We canceled the whole, th- the whole thing and better left real waste of time. Well, also you're getting food poisoning lady. I, I hope you're well. Here's from nerd off furniture. They ran out of carnis, carne asada for so many people. Didn't need that many O's. Didn't really make sense. Period. Oh, no capital O. Oh, and rice, but still kept taking orders and getting that money. LOL. Third time this happened, they gave me a chicken water and bean goop wrap. Well, I don't know. It seems like this is also kind of your thing. The four other burritos were fine. Letting it happen for the third time is my fault. Once again, this seems like we have a lot of people who just don't know what's good for them. Going to Los Cerritos in Sacramento. Shout to them. We need a sponsor. So, Los Cerritos, if you guys like what we're putting out, come on. You know, we need a sponsor, baby. So, these both of these people just seem to keep getting terrible experiences. 
and just keep going back. So I kind of like their dedication, but I also think they're kind of idiots because there's a lot of food restaurants. So shout out to Michael Rodriguez. Shout out to Nerd Our Furniture. I got, I got two more. I got Wayne Showalter Perez. Now, what I liked about this review, once again, a local guide, so you know he has some expertise. What I liked about this review is that most of the reviews were saying it's cheap and you get what you get, right? That was the thing. They're like, well, it's some cheap Mexican food. They're like, sometimes you're going to get sick. Okay, fair assessment. Don't know if it's true, but fair assessment. But Wayne Showalter Perez changes up. He goes, overpriced for too little food, one star. How is it overpriced, sir? I paid like three bucks for a taco. And now this is from Andy Madrigal. Had not been here in 10 years. Me and my wife, we're so excited. We're so excited to come back here. So we gave our order and had to sit down for our chips. Our order was 493. We had been there for like 18 minutes and these people just kept getting served. It's because they don't like you, Andrew, Andrew Madrigal. It's because they remember you from 10 years ago. And they said, fuck this guy. That's what I'm saying here. Fuck this guy. I'm on Los Cerritos to side once again. I need a sponsor. Now, here's Marge Gro. We're going to finish it off with Marge. Marge. No, not a local guide. Has not achieved that level of excellence. Not a local guide yet. She will, though. So, Marge, best of luck. The waitress handed me the scalding plate. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Instead of saying it down. My fingertips were burning for three days. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I won't be back or recommend it to others. I love this waitress. So this waitress, first of all, let's 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 discuss here. The waitress, who I'm assuming didn't have gloves, because if she handed it to you and had gloves, I wouldn't take it. But you just took it because she had her hands on the scalding plate and she handed it to you. It seems to me like if she didn't have gloves, it's a you thing. You just don't have, your hands just aren't ready for the real world. Your hands aren't ready for this world, neither are you, and it's a beautiful world. So if you guys get the chance, go drive up to five, and I got some songs for you while you drive to five, or while you don't drive to five, and just go do your thing. I got some songs for you. Listen to Fire on the Mountain. Grateful Dead, Jerry Garcia kills it. Fire on the Mountain takes a new turn in the sun when you're driving into the apocalypse of forest fires in Klamath National Forest. That is where the sun, it really, you understand the meaning. You're like, oh, there is fire on the mountains. Long distance running, what you standing there for? Yeah, what are you standing there for? There is a fire on the mountain. You got to get out. Um, great song, though. Go listen to The End by The Doors. Nine minutes, nine minutes, well worth it. I promise you. Instrumentals there, great song. Want to feel like you're in the apocalypse, you know? Want to? Do you want to be in the burning Klamath National Forest with me? Go listen to the end, and you will understand. And then the last song, go listen to "Color My Life" by Chicano Batman. Great song, great band, underrated. Ioti, Itioni. I I don't know how to speak Spanish. That's a great song. Um, pa, uh, passed you by. Great song. Freedom is free. Chicano Batman, just a great band. Go go check them out. Local LA band, shout out to my local city. I'm very far from it. I miss it. I miss San Diego and I miss my dog and I miss my girlfriend. I miss you. And just realize what's in the box for your day. It's a lot of surprises and go out there and go live them. I love you. You enjoy yourself now.